0: Howdy, 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 and welcome to Thriving in the Transition, the podcast, season three, episode six. I'm humbled and blessed to be able to bring this podcast to you and to be part of your lives. Your feedback, encouragement, and connection that makes it all worthwhile for me. Doing this and connecting with you is truly amazing and inspirational for me, and I hope that you feel the same. So, yay, me yay you, and yay us. It's our partnership that's going to take this thing to the next level, that's going to make it more than it actually is. So go ahead and give us a five-star rating, follow us, subscribe, add positive comments, like us, or give us a thumbs up. What I'm ultimately saying is that you should connect and engage with us. This podcast is now available wherever you listen to podcasts. Simply search for us wherever it is you listen to great podcasts. We strive to be among that list of great podcasts that you listen to, rely upon, and find useful. Why am I doing this? I want to create a platform and community where I can share my thoughts, stories, and experiences with the sole purpose of connecting with and helping others. I'm also doing this for me. This is that outlet where I can be my authentic self. I want to be that pebble that creates ripples in the waters of life. Simply stated, I want to change the world, and I want you to be part of the thriving in the transition movement. Public service announcement number one. It's good to know where you are, but it's better to know where you're going. I want to practice what I preach, and I absolutely believe that part of my purpose in this life is to connect with and bring people together. I want to highlight and exemplify the fact that we've got more in common than we do in difference. The differences are much easier to identify, but discovering and appreciating the commonalities, that's much more exciting. That's much more fun. So yeah, that's partly why I'm doing this. The other part, or... The rest of the story as to why I'm doing this is that I want to create a forum for those slightly enigmatic, charismatic, and inspirational people among us. I want to share their stories about thriving in and during times of transition. The theory being that hearing about other people succeed will give anyone that may be struggling the motivation or encouragement to continue and thrive in their own respective transitions. Happy February 2022, everybody. It's Black History Month. In fact, we're in the middle of Black History Month, so things have already started. We've got two more weeks to end the month, so there's much more to come. And what I want to do today, I want to dedicate this episode to one of my favorite tips or pointers to people that ask my thoughts on diversity, inclusion, D&I, maybe it's DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Maybe even it's D-E-I-B, right? Diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. We, we keep adding more letters to these little boxes that we've created. But any combination of those letters, I want to help people to understand more. What I ultimately consider this thing that we call D&I is any programmatic approach that we use to demonstrate that we've got more in common than we do in difference, right? That's my slant on it. I also want to use this tip in those conversations that somehow lead to me or other people of color giving their perspective on life. In my case, What's it like being a black man? That's ultimately the question that people really, really have. And let me tell you, that question comes up in every imaginable situation. Picture this. What's it like being a black man during a pandemic? Been asked that question or thereabouts. What's it like being a black man in today's social environment? Definitely got asked that question several times last year. What's it like being a black man in corporate America? Ultimately, corporate DI programs and leaders and, and corporate leaders in general doesn't have to be DNI. That's really what they want to know. And even as simple as, what's it like being a black podcaster? Right? You get it. I, I think you do. Those apparently simple questions, they're not really that simple if you treat them with the care and respect that they deserve. However, I've come up with an exercise or maybe just a suggestion for those folks that have those questions to try that will give them some insight to anyone that they're trying to understand, anyone that wants to understand someone from a different race, ethnicity, background, or even of life experience. That is what I call being the only. And I'll get into this topic of being the only – right after this little break. Intro and outro music by Genesis 7. You can listen to more of his music on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, or wherever you stream your music. Just search for Genesis 7. That is G-E-N-E-S-I-S, and then the number 7 directly behind it. If you're interested in purchasing music from him, shoot him a note on the contact form on his website at genesis7productions.com. Okay, I'm going to kick this topic off with some definitions of the word only. As an adverb, and no one or nothing more besides, solely or exclusively... The example sentence, there are only a limited number of tickets available. As an adjective, alone of its or their kind, single or solitary, the only medal we have ever won. I think of the three, and I've got one more definition to go. This is, as an adjective, that's probably what I'm, I'm talking about here. But, you know, you correct me if, if, if you want. Uh, that third one, as a conjunction, and this is a little more informal, Except that. But for the fact that the example sentence, he's still a young man. Only he seems older because of his uh, careworn expression. So it's not the conjunction. I, th- I think it's more the the adjective. The only person in the room. The only black man in class. The only black engineer. The only that's that's where I'm going here. So my suggestion, my tip to understand and appreciate Black History Month, and Concepts like diversity, inclusion, belonging, equity, put yourself in a position to be the only. I guess I can just make things really super simple. Of course, I'm not. I'm going to go back and complicate it. But the super simple version of things is forcing yourself out of your comfort zone. Whatever that may be for you, because the reality is all possibility lies outside your comfort zone. You know your comfort zone. That's where you stay. That's what you know. Those are the groups of people you know. Those are the things you do. Those are the people you hang out with. Those are the people you hire. Those are the people you date. Those are people you marry. Those are the grocery stores you go to. It's all within your comfort zone. However, to truly appreciate our commonalities, you have to appreciate those common experiences. If you don't have common experiences, it's nearly impossible to see someone else's side of the story, to understand where they are coming from. You can't walk a mile in someone's shoes if you're not willing to put on the shoes. Got it? So what I'm suggesting is going out and getting some of these common experiences. What I'm humbly suggesting is that you do things and have experiences that you might not otherwise have to do. To me, it's just life, but I'm coming from the perspective of being a black man. I've been the only more times than I can count, and I continue to be. That's just part of my my experience. That's part of my life being a black man. However, this has provided me the opportunity to learn grow, and truly appreciate our differences. That's why I add that little blurb at the beginning, right? We've got more in common than we do in difference. Those differences are easier to see, but it's those commonalities that are much more valuable. And this experience for me has allowed me to easily spot those commonalities. That's the thing that I keep talking about. So what are some of the practical things that you can do to be the only and how do you make the most of those experiences? Because it is those experiences that's going to yield the most powerful lessons. Here's a simple list of things that I suggest. Be the only white person at an all-black cookout. Just don't volunteer to bring the plates, right? Bring, bring some real food. But be the only white person at an all-black cookout. Be the only non-Indian person at an Indian wedding. I know when I was the only black person at all Indian weddings, it was eye-opening and I loved every minute of it, but it was a learning experience from being the only. It doesn't even have to be about race or ethnicity. It could be about profession. Be the only non-engineer at an engineering function, whatever that function might be, totally eye-opening. Be the only man at a women's leadership conference. Be the only heterosexual in a gay bar. Be the only neurotypical at an autism support group. A great way to get a whole bunch of these experiences, travel. Be the only American anywhere in the world. You're going to learn a ton. Eat. You know I love eating, you know I love cooking, you know I love entertaining. Try being the only carnivore at a vegetarian or a vegan restaurant. Be the only dad at a mommy and me group. Talk about some education right there. The other thing that you need to do, share with your family and colleagues your experiences. If you try any of those things, share it. Don't keep it to yourself. That's where things are really going to to solidify and stick. I have to say this, though. Being the only is not a competition. It's about your experience, and that experience is not void if someone else who is like you is there. As much as I love the Highlander franchise with maybe the best tagline ever, there can be only one, that doesn't apply here, right? Simply focus on your experiences and what you take away from these situations. Also, I need to point this out, especially in in modern day world where people want to blow up things to make it more like what they would do. The, the point of this conversation and my suggestion, it's not about disrupting the sanctity of that event that you attend. Don't go in that event whatever it is with a petition and a picket sign advocating that that group be more accommodating or inviting to people not like them. The point here it's not about that other group. It's about you, the individual Understanding what it's like for others to be the only. That's what I'm talking about here. It's about you getting that experience of being the only. I know I've said a lot in a short amount of time, so let's go ahead and take a break and give you some time to let this marinate for a minute. We're back. Hopefully, that made sense. Hopefully, being the only is something that you're willing to embrace. And moreover, I really hope that being the only leads to richer conversations with other folks and ultimately build stronger relationships. If I were to summarize this, how can you better understand this concept of being the only? For me, things ultimately come down to five things. Respect and humility. If you are the only, you have to show up with respect and being humble because it's not about you it's about the rest of the group and what you can learn and the impact on you it's not about going to someone else's group and trying to take over to make it like you would have it be right that's just creating your comfort zone in someone else's group that's throwing a grenade in somebody else's thing that's not about it it's it's about respect and humility it's about empathy for others being willing to To put on those shoes so you can walk a mile, so you can get the learning, so you can have the experience, so you can become a better person, so you can be better at your job, so you can be better at life. Third, it's about insight into yourself. What are you hiding from? What are you scared of? Why are you so steadfast, rooted in your comfort zone? Maybe you don't have to deal with people that aren't like you. Why not choose to? What's holding you back? So it's about those insights. It's also, for me, about curiosity. Sincere, genuine, and open curiosity, right? Not that, I don't know, fake curiosity where you just want to check a box and pretend that you're into diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, but sincere curiosity on how you can find some of those commonalities so you can ignore some of the differences, so you can realize that the commonalities are more powerful. And then, ultimately... And I realized in this episode, I've said ultimately a lot, but somehow it fits here. It comes down to vulnerability, being willing to step out of that comfort zone, to put yourself in a position of being the only. And I'll tell you, this is a big and important topic. And yes, it was artfully condensed into a few minutes. And yes, being the only can be and should be uncomfortable. That's how you learn. But with any new skill or growth opportunity, it's going to take practice. So go to multiple events. Be the only as much as you can because you can't truly understand other people until you understand some of the experiences that those people may have. My humble recommendation is to put yourself in the position to be the only as much as you can. If you do. You'll truly make progress as a person and you will thrive more in your transitions. I promise this one will change your life. What do you think? What things resonate with you? What other ideas do you have for being the only? Please share your thoughts and responses wherever you listen to this podcast or send me an email directly. Will.Campbell at logicconsulting.com. We want to hear from you. Public service announcement number two. The company you keep either keeps you motivated or keeps you where you are. Well, folks, that brings us to the end of Thriving the Transition, Season 3, Episode 6. Thanks for joining us for our breakthrough season. If you're getting something from this podcast, please give us a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and add us to that list of other great podcasts that you listen to. Follow me on Twitter and Facebook at Logic Consulting. Also, follow me on Instagram at Logic Coach. Follow me on Spotify, too, at GQ Down. Not just the podcast, be sure to do that, but follow me to discover the music that I use to help me thrive in the transition. There's also this amazing Thriving in the Transition playlist with those great songs that you hear from the guests that that show up on the episode here. Reach out on LinkedIn at DJ Woolrock. And don't forget to follow the YouTube channel as well, Thriving in the Transition. That's where you'll see the uncut video of these podcasts. Entertaining, if I do say so myself, and guess what? I do. And don't forget about the website, www.thrivinginthetransition.com. You can get all of our episodes right from that website. Just go there while you're there. Take a look around. Make yourself comfortable. See how else we can connect. Maybe you need a coach or a business consultant or even a keynote speaker. Let's change the world together. Lastly, if you're interested in supporting this podcast and helping us grow, send me an email, a tweet, an IM, a direct message. Better yet, go to my Patreon site, www.patreon.com forward slash T-I-T-T for Thriving in the Transition and become a patron. But most importantly, maybe I should say, ultimately don't keep this a secret tell your friends tell your family tell your coworkers, and tell your children take some time to celebrate black history month in a manner that honors you and pays respect that have come before until the next episode cheers have a great day